Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experience the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Good morning after. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. It's Ryan Kelly, morning after. Welcome back. Nine o'clock hour here. Like how I hit the post there on yeah. uh, the percussion. Oh, you're the best, Tim. Thank you. I hadn't heard mm-hmm. that yet today, and I needed to. I'm super insecure. James Carlton's in studio. Michelob Ultra Studios. Hey, Sounds James, what's the word? There, yeah. Good morning, guys. Game week. Fight. Tiger. Doug's fired up Eat. about that video. Coyote. Yeah. Do you <laughs> think you, that was a parody? You, you know, I, I I scrolled it. I did. I didn't really lock into it. So uh, you guys broke it down pretty well in the seven o'clock hour. I'll go. With, figure I'll out go with the consensus here. Not. I don't know. It's got to be a gag. It's so bad. <laughs> it has to be a gag. It has to be a bad joke. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. Will you listen to some of that advice and lock arms with your neighbors? No, I never really understood the, the, the kids doing the keys. Like, it's just like showing off, hey, we're all hammered. Here's our keys. Like, I, you can't hear the keys. You know, on the kickoffs, no. they'd hold up the keys. I hadn't seen that. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Um, oh, you know, winning football games would be like, that's that should be what rule number one is. Mm. And after that, you can do whatever you want because winning the most important. No, I thought the tiger stripe outfits based on the section you're in, that works for me. That could be Mizzou's How do you feel about thing. that, James? Well, I remember when they first, at least the first time I remember, it was probably 14 or so against Vanderbilt. And it looked awesome when it's yeah. packed. And everybody's participating. It looks good. Now you're, you know, against San Diego or San Diego, South Dakota. I'm not sure if everybody's gonna be locked in on the right colors and if it's gonna be a, a full house. I can't imagine it will be. But Thursday night, I like the Thursday night. What, how do you feel about that? I'm good. Yeah, like I'm it. fine. What about the Memphis game? Is that gonna sell out here? No, I can't imagine. Now, if, if they if they go beat Kansas State, maybe that last week. Yeah. But I heard, and this was just from a guy that said he knew a guy that there's only 18,000 seats sold so far. Oh boy. Mm. Because I want to get tickets to that. I don't, I don't think you're going to have any problem. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you'll have any problem. But, you know, it's always 18, good nostalgia 000? to walk into the dome, right? Ugh. How horrible is that going to be if there's 20,000 people? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I will go to the game. Are you going to take God. your son? Uh, I'm not sure. I think... Uh, Depends what time it is, I guess. We don't know what time the game's going to be. I think uh, my wife has taken the two boys out of town that weekend, I believe. For, to uh, shield him from Missouri football? No, uh, <laughs> Uh, b- baptism in Washington, D.C. Uh, so anyway, I think uh, that uh, I will be solo and just uh, having pony after pony after pony all weekend, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So I'll go, but God, going into that building. It's tough. Yeah. It was tough in 2000, you know, because we got to travel around and see all the stadiums and mm-hmm. we're... And then I would say on the radio, I'm like, hey, this is the worst stadium in the NFL. And people are like, no, it's not. It's loud. And I'm like, right well, now. no, actually, it's, yeah, because you got the greatest football product in the NFL. 
and there's still people sitting down in the lower bowl. Um, and now to go back into it in 2023, holy crap. They played a couple football games at Bush Stadium. That I went, that was I went to those. Well. Yeah, Jerome Bettis. Yeah, I mean the new one, the current Bush Stadium. They played some games there. Who did? It was like Southeast Missouri, didn't they? Oh, really? I think you're talking yeah. about the Rams. Yeah, no, no I, not I, the when, Rams. When they first got here, I remember teams, that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how those drew. I can't imagine that was a very crowded atmosphere. Well, it wasn't, I don't think it was Mizzou playing either. But it's outdoors. Yeah, I would be a yeah. hell of a I mean, I'm going to go either way. Yeah, no But I would no be doubt. a hell of a lot more excited no for the stadium. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also can't hold as many, but I guess that's you're saying it's not going to be an issue. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they get anywhere near a sellout. But, hey, that Kansas State game, there's, you know, it's a wait-and-see approach. We have nothing to prove these first two games other than if they lose one of them, just, you know, kiss oh the season God. goodbye. Oh, my God, the Plowhawk will at least be the Plowhawk for three hours if they lose to South Dakota Mills, as he's doing. <laughs> I'll be ready to see what Drink's reaction is. And, Stop your hate watching. And the recruits. Hey, Plowsy, I got, I got something for you if you want to endear yourself to the Mizzou fans. I just tweeted out this morning we're doing this big ad campaign with Luther Burden where if you call, get a quote or Get a quote online. We'll donate twenty dollars to Mizzou's NIL. How about that, that? By the way, all right. Yeah. So hey, hey, if you want Mizzou to be able to compete, this is the new world, and let's mm-hmm. let's see. You don't have to. There's no obligation. You don't have to buy anything. If Plowsy gave us a retweet, man, those Mizzou fans would would be right behind you. In I your will, corner. of course, James. You're one of my favorite human beings. Very good. Okay. That escalated yeah. Quickly. So so on Twitter, Carlton. I think it's Carlton SF on Twitter. If anybody, Tim, if you want to come out yeah. of retirement on Twitter. We need some action on that. Luther, hopefully when he wakes up this morning, he'll start tweeting about it. Nice, I know we, nice, nice. I know he tweeted something about emos last night, so it's NIL okay. week, I guess. So, uh, yeah, so anybody out there, you know, if, if you already have State Farm, if you don't like State Farm, if, you, if your insurance is with your brother or your sister and you're never going to switch, just give us a retweet and let's see how much money we can raise nice, nice, for the nice. university. Just a simple retweet's worth 20 bucks? No, no, no. Get a quote online or call in to get a quote. Oh, we will donate okay. $20 to Mizzou's uh, EverTrue Tiger Foundation for their collective. But, you know, hey, if we get, you know, a thousand quotes throughout this season, that's $20,000. That can buy us a yeah. half of offensive linemen, maybe. I'm already yeah. it's worth a shot. reposting it and retweeting it for you. Very good. Thank All you, right. guys. Some Doug. If you, oh, you, oh, the water's warm if you, if you'd like to. Sure. You said yeah. Carlton SF. Coyotes. Yeah, I think that's the Twitter Coyotes. handle. It's on okay. Facebook well, and Instagram. Carlton SF? I, I think so. Yeah, I can, I'll text oh, it to you guys after, after we're done. I got you. It's uh, J. Carlton WG, it looks like. There you right? go. Yep, See, this is. I got you. I got you. I got you. Poorly executed by me. Oh, I got you. I'm recovering. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you, guys. So, it's called Repost now? Yeah. The X, they changed. that was weird, too. When, the, when it got rebranded as X, I oh, noticed that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, More people we, off social media now, you think, than a year ago? What do you think? People off of it? More people off of social media? Has there been a decrease in social media? So I'm on Twitter. That's where I live. I don't ever rarely do much on Facebook, and I, I just or maybe I should say Instagram. Twitter and Facebook. Twitter, TikTok, I think Twitter maybe. definitely, because there's a certain amount of people who hate Elon Musk, so they said that's it. I'm out of Twitter. Okay, there, this isn't the most bots I've ever seen though. Is that right? Like in my life, in terms of it, got to be three to one bots to human interactions on Twitter. It, it's all bots with five followers. It's wild, man. It is. So but I, you can't post anything controversial. You'll have the bots just coming out in droves. Yeah. I follow it purely for the beat writers. You know, I just I just want to know who you know who's injured this week, who who had a good practice, and then you know back in the day when Tim would share us his, his upcoming starlets. You know that was good oh, information. Yeah, Doug, oh you yeah, you missed that. Yeah. Jill Cassidy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I find on Instagram I'm a big hit among young Asian women. <laughs> I don't know why. I have a lot of followers. I got an article right here talking about Facebook and Twitter. What and do we have? Oh, that's interesting. What do you have, Jackson? This, they're both from November twenty uh, November twenty twenty two. Uh, talking about the downfall, and this was right after, I guess, Zuckerberg changed it 
from Facebook to Meta, but this would be pre-Elon owning Twitter. So it just says Facebook's in decline, Twitter in chaos. Uh, they cite the layoffs from the two major social media giants. They don't mention uh, Instagram or TikTok. In Why would the layoffs matter? People don't care who's working there. They just care if their site's on there. Well, I got uh, Zuck lost hundreds of billions of dollars in value and the layoffs. This I'm just quoting. This is what I'm reading here from the Atlantic. It just doesn't make sense to me. If you have a Facebook or Instagram profile, as long as your profile's up there, you don't care who's working in sure, the Sure, but I would say that like a business who's laying off thousands of people usually are not in the best states financially, which means yeah. they probably have less and less users, it's just a matter of less what, and what, less advertisers. What caused it? Yeah, I don't know. I guess the younger generations aren't, aren't getting on Facebook like they did for... 10 Certainly. years there. But Facebook, a.k.a. Meta, also owns Instagram. So that's, nothing's more popular than that. They're probably all going to the dating sites. Perhaps, yeah. That's where, I mean, I'd say the large majority of people that are meeting today absolutely are meeting online. Yeah. Absolutely. And I guess that's better than having to go to a bar and have five drinks. And No question. You and, can just sit on your couch and, yeah. start, and start doing a little process of elimination. Mm-hmm. I've, honestly, I've, I've, never, I've never had the pleasure of doing an online date. Yeah, it predates me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, I get it, though. I, I, I get that that's a very easy way to just kind of filter out, you know, narrow it down. Who would I want to spend an hour and get a drink with? Jackson, yeah. your new friend, did you meet her uh, on a dating app? No. Look at old school back here. Yeah, Johnny yeah. old school. But I would say with <laughs> the, uh, person? Yeah. With the, <laughs> the dating app, you can have like a hybrid thing where it's like you match with someone on Hinge or Bumble and say, oh, I'm going out to this bar tonight. And they're like, oh, I guess I'll go out there too. And it's like, it's not necessarily like a date, but you kind of meet the person, but you already have like the advantage of, of knowing they're going to be there and that like you two are supposed to meet up. Yeah. So it's kind of you met online, but you're actually doing the courting in person. The courting. Don't say interesting. Courting. I haven't I haven't heard that perspective. So, you know, both. Hey, I'm going to be at Wheelhouse, you know, around 10 o'clock on Friday. I'll be wearing a blue shirt. I mean, how does how does that all yeah, go down? You yeah. get their number from okay. it. It was the best in college at Mizzou because like you'd be like, oh, I'm going to Harpo's tonight. And they'd be like, oh, I will. I'm going to I'll meet you out there. That I would be like so that. good to not have the, to face the rejection. Yes. Asking a girl to dance or just walking up right. cold at a or can bar. Or I get you a drink? Say, yeah. Because yeah, there's no smooth way to do it. But And then she turns and says, no, thank you. And you got to make the walk of shame back to your friends. <laughs> but there are times face-to-face where a girl will give a guy a chance just for the effort. And then that turns into a blossoming, blossoming relationship. These now allow both sides to be super picky when they shouldn't be in terms of their look and their personality. They shouldn't be looking for strictly nines or tens. But the app immediately gives you a reason to find one thing wrong with that person and immediately block them without really giving them a oh. chance. So I'd say there's oh. some downside to the dating app. KG in O-Town says just make sure you're not 5'9 or below or else you're automatically screwed. That's oh. from KG in O-Town, who I believe is below 5'9". Well, those superficial females are not somebody you want to date anyways. When they have a height requirement, hey, those people are it. really I depressed. I'm honest with you. I don't, know, I don't mind it. You got your preference? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't, I, I, it kind of cuts out the, uh, the BS. You know, then you're tra- Doug, you know what I say? You're attracted what? to what you're attracted to. I think so. I just think that not having to deal with the rejection is such a huge thing. But the guys that could handle that well are the guys that had the most success in college. Oh, yeah. If you the, didn't the numbers out, game, yeah, you, get, yeah. you, gotta, yeah. you, you have to wash it off. Absolutely. Yeah. And I had a friend that wouldn't give a hoot if he was rejected 10 times a night because he knew it was a numbers game and eventually he would land. And it worked out beautifully. And he was not like a particularly oh, yeah. handsome fella. 
but he had that rejection yeah. ability. He didn't care. And, you know, I, I'm not great at that either. You know, who wants just, to walk up and say, can I get you a drink? And she just turns right. her shoulder to you. You don't want that. He's just like a good salesman. Can yeah. Handle yeah. Rejection. Yeah, exactly. I'm exactly. putting my money on the pale one having met his last in the workplace. This guy walks around that place like he's got a wrench in his pant. <laughs> oh. It's in the Table Rock Lake monster. Gosh. Is, is the Table Rock Lake? Doug, is the text coming from inside the building? I think it might be. <laughs> How would he know how Jackson walks around Hubbard? <laughs> like he has a wrench. In, you walk around here like you have a wrench in your pants? Uh, I don't try to like lead that. I don't like do anything to make someone believe that to be true. Socket wrench? Monkey wrench? What sort of wrench? Try do to you keep have? it somewhat professional at the workplace. But no, that text is inaccurate. A socket wrench is fun to use. Do you have those, James? We can just crank, <laughs> Doug, crank back this is, and this forth. Is, this is a really that. painful spot for me because my wife is so much more handier than I am. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's embarrassing. But so, to think that you can find the, the right socket. Yes, and then you, you try them all crank. out. Yes, I get it. I get yeah, it. But she fun. likes doing all that. I'm well, just there does. to put it all back together. Oh, listening yeah. to girls on social media talking about their body count is odd. That's from Angel the Morning After. Where is that going on? You know what's not? Like, dude, that's kind of sexist count. because, like, guys do that every waking minute of every day. This isn't a shot of Diggy, but we, we've <laughs> talked about hit 500 for four years. Yeah. I don't. Th- I think women should have their every right to... Is that like a page or that just goes on in general? No no idea. idea. Uh, Angel, the morning after calling. Well, usually for women, if they have a high body count, it's you slut. And for men, it's you stud. Yeah. Yeah. And but for guys that can't compete with the other 20 that went, that's because you ain't laying hog. And so, like, that's more of a you problem. If you don't think you can satisfy a girl who's had multiple encounters with, with guys, then that's good luck, man. You're gonna, girls should do their thing just as much as guys do. And I have no issue. With that, I don't care what your number is. I'm gonna show you what's up. Oh, <laughs> why would you say that to me? That's how you. That's how the competent should look. Them right in the eye. Kenji yes. in O-Town has sent in a screenshot of an exchange, Doug, with Kendra. You know Kendra? No. Lust. Uh, Kendra Lust. Yeah. yeah. Are you really five nine? Because I have a complex. LOL. I am. What do you mean by complex? <laughs> like I can't date guys my height because I become insecure. Like I don't want to feel like the bigger one. Well. Saying I was 5'10 would be disingenuous, so if you're 5'9, I would say we might be on an equal playing field. Not sure how you feel about that. No, I'm glad you didn't lie to me about it. Being an athletic girl sucks sometimes, smiley face, because I get called big, muscular, huge, etc. And years of fitting a body image does a wreck on the brain. So when I'm around guys my height or shorter, I feel like I'm those things. So she was a former catcher at Lindenwood. Is that know, what that I don't was? Know what her position caught? was? Well, it kind of sounds like she's a an athlete. Yeah. But it's not a tall basketball player. It's more of a kind of a short, stocky, maybe a short stop. Well, no, I think she's, she's, saying she's taller. Yeah. She's, t- she's not going to be taller than her boyfriend. Right, and I understand. Five nine, not that tall for a female. For, for a lady, it is. Oh, I, tall I, I, girl. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's more common for a female to be a little bit taller now. Average height over under 5'6 for for females. God, I think I might go under. I think a little, okay. maybe a little under. Probably 5'5. Five, 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 okay, five, yeah, five. right around there. Yeah, I'll look it up. Average height <laughs> for women, Doug, 5'4. Wow, okay, I was way off. Yeah. So, yeah, 5'9. I mean, that's, yeah. Not even 5'9, 5'10. I am, again, like, I'm so comfortable with what I, I bring to the table. I. I don't really care. That's your that's your allure. I, yeah, like you like can be taller than me. Like I don't. But in care general, I think most most guys want to be taller than their girlfriend, and most girls don't want to be taller than their boyfriend. Just in general. Uh, yeah, 
I wouldn't say that I wouldn't date anybody. Like, I, I think that's a big... No, it's not, it's not a deal killer, but I'm just saying, just in general, that seems to be the way people think. It's a preference, and I think it's an odd thing that, like, guys at one point were getting shamed because they didn't find a certain traits, body fat, yeah. to be attractive. Natural, mm-hmm. you would say. And then women now are, you know, again, shamed is such a... It's like a social media buzzword, but... You know, you, 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 something's wrong if you have a preference. It's like, what can, you can't really help what you're attracted to. Right. I mean, you can tell me you're beautiful all day long. That's fine. But it's not going to change what my biochemistry tells me I'm attracted to. In 10 likes pretty women. Ways. He likes right. BBWs. <laughs> I do. And I realize most women are not attracted to the traits I possess, oh. both internally and externally. Yeah. And I completely understand well, it. And I'm not necessarily mad about it. It's just the way that the brain works, and you really can't do anything about mm-hmm. it. Uh, you can come after me on social media for not finding a you know larger woman attractive. I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm not angry that... You know, women don't find small guys attractive. Some do, I suppose, but it's probably not most women's preference. So you just tip your cap and go, okay, you know, I'll control what I can control. And so I go and try and get them fired from their jobs from my burner account on social media. It's That's fair. what I can control. It's That's fair. what I can control. I love burning people <laughs> to the ground on social media. Yeah, I try to take them out. An anonymity, yeah, my favorite. Well, we talked it all over. We did. <laughs> we said it all. <laughs> James Carlton, you're just like a co-host when you come here. I kind of like it. You bring topics to the kid. No, it's great. All right, we'll break all down to South Dakota next week. Yeah, Can't no, wait. Coyotes. Oh. It's Coyote season here in right. uh, Missouri. There he is, the great James Carlton. Well, Carlton thanks, State James. Farm Insurance Agency online at carltoninsurance.net. Uh, KG Notan says she's a college volleyball player, 5'9", acting like I was 5'2". Her loss. No. Oh. Because he's close to 5'9". Yeah, he? like saying you're going to tower over him by a half of an inch isn't, that's not towering. No. That's not the definition of but it. But I think a lot of ladies like to wear heels. That's and if true. you're wearing heels, now you got to. You got lips. Doug, remember Casey Kasem's wife, Jean? <laughs> Vaguely, was she a tall <laughs> yeah. brunette drink of water? Tall blonde, I believe. Blonde. Oh. And he like was. Six, uh, six. I guess I don't. She was 6'6. Six, six. She was like, he was like 5'1. Right. And it was a... But he was also worth millions. And then Tom Cruise had a Nicole Kidman situation. She's taller, he's shorter. So it's just, you know, that's a thing. And Dudley Moore, I think he was married. What about Dudley Moore? He was married to like a six foot one girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not. There's not a blanket policy for everyone. The guys don't care in general. But a girl would never date somebody smaller than her. Well, you just mentioned people that did. No, a girl would. A uh, girl really doesn't like guys that are smaller than that. No, but we just well, yeah. listed three examples. Well, yeah, of... The celebrities. They, these girls were married for the money. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Let's just say a normal girl who does isn't out for money would never date a small guy. Well, just in general, I think women like to have the guy a little taller than. Them. I'm five eight. When I was on dating apps, I was able to pull two girls. I was able to pull girls two inches taller than me. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I've had five hundred. But if you're confident, girls will feed off that. Thanks. That's from the Table Rock Lake Monster, and he's oh, giving us a little gosh. pointer. Well, I don't lie, so you may have pulled them, but I'm sure after they saw you, they dumped you real quickly. <laughs> oh, oh, dog. What about these 500 that you pulled? Did they hey, dump honey, you? look at my stringer. Caught a lot today. <clears throat> None of these 500 dumped you, did they? Uh... Anna Cardente? <laughs> no, most of them just sex. I haven't had a ton of girlfriends in my life. I, I couldn't be tied down. No, you're a wild stallion. Can't put a saddle on you. Oh.
<laughs> Can't keep me down. Who's the bear who just walked in? <laughs> I told him. He was standing outside, and he goes, yeah, Plowsy, DM me. I said, well, walk in there. You'll get some text. <laughs> I saw the text. Like, what's that? Like, oh, yeah, we did. We have a gentleman here on uh, the Hubbard staff. Yeah, walked in like a computer. Just walked in, and the Lister's dog. I mean, this really, it's like yeah. a bunch of predators. That's all they care about. And he's doing what I told him to do. I said, just ignore it. Don't don't listen while you're in there. Just what are you trying to fix, Plowsy? Uh, nothing like the skeleton. Like <laughs> none, of the, none the of the skeleton's broken. None of the replay segments will load into here. So like Jackson loads in a hint booth, and it I load them into here. Yeah. This one won't show segment playing. So I need it fixed before the show ends. Obviously, oh, sure. Tim. Before it skips three full oh, hours Billy, of Billy, programming. Billy, no. Billy, Billy, Billy. So again, I know you guys, people, listeners, say I don't do anything. I, I'm doing? very proactive and. Yeah. Obviously, very thankful that help is on the way. Hubbard has a great support staff. Here, sure they so. do. Yeah. Hmm. Daddy likes the lumberjack. I, I know. Okay. I, I told Knock him. Knock it off. Knock it off. They don't want to fix anything because they got to come in here, and then they're just harassed. You don't George. need to say, hmm, Daddy likes the lumberjack. <laughs> is that Cletus? That's King Fupa. I told oh. Craig in advance to Royalty. let him know that, like, this may be. We had Remember that guy when we first started? He had to control the YouTube yeah, for a day? Yeah, poor Joe Schoenwetter was in on our first uh, day. He just got... it's, like, it's like walking into a lake that's full of piranha. <laughs> Speaking of Fupas, that's how the oddest thing this weekend. Speaking of Fupas, <laughs> Tim that's the transition we're going with now. No, Tim mentioned Fupa. I saw an ad with a guy with a six pack abs and a Fupa. I've never That's seen him. He's got, he's, got, he's got six pack and then yeah. a fupa hanging over. That gotta be CGI. And where did you see this picture? <laughs> it was on some ad for uh, weight loss or something. Guy had, a, guy had a six pack and a fupa. Well, I'm sure it couldn't have been photoshopped or anything. No, it was a real guy. He was sure. telling you he was lifting weights and telling you how he got in shape. And I saw a six pack. And what about the fupa? I walked in on the most casual dude taking a poop uh, at Evolution Fest. This is insane. Where? So, like, Evolution Fest, for one, put on an amazing show. Like, it was, for the first year, it it was absolutely tremendous. That's awesome to hear, man. No big lines anywhere. There was a lot of stands, like, easy accent to get your wristbands, all that. Oh, yeah. Nonetheless, like... The porta potties are like at the beginning. Of, well, sure. You know, yeah. they have VIP porta potties and they have, you know, the poor porta potties right. where I was. <laughs> yeah. And so when it's green, I typically don't knock. It's really no, loud. I typically in. just open the door when I walked in on the dude just taking a, I mean, it, was, it just smelled oh, horrible. Oh. And he was, you could tell he was absolutely wasted. Been there for two days. Mm. And he just. In the porta potty for we two will, days? We, <laughs> we, we, no, at the concert. But we, like, meet. Eye contact, he goes, oh, my bad. Like, he was so, like, (laughs) didn't cover himself, (laughs) didn't, like... His bad because you walked in on him? I respected the hell out of that dude. It smelled so bad, but, like, how (laughs) casual he just was like, yeah, my bad. I respect guys who can hit the ball 300 yards, Doug, Mm -hmm. but I respect people who can get the ball in the hole even more. And while tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time, scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Thus... The best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game, and that's why tour players like world number one John Rahm and Max Homa have installed Celebrity Greens in their backyards. Anyone can put down fake turf and call it a putting green, but if you want a golf green that puts true and gives you real grass performance while practicing chips, pitches, and bunker shots, the only company to call is Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. 314-834-2339, or just go online at Clubhouse Turf. Dot com and let them know you are a TMA listener. It's Clubhouse Turf online at clubhouseturf.com.
Com. We're about five, six minutes away from the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, which means we're about 20 minutes from Jackson and I dealing with a live situation down the hallway. For Jackson's glorious return to the Munganass, St. Louis Hack, your Alton Toyota balloon party. Jackson, you were out in Las Vegas at Circa. Tell the people about Circa now that you've been there. Yeah, I mean, Circa, it's such a cool place, man. It really, really is special. It's uh, going being out there like the sports book. Like if you love to sports wager, you should head out there. You should join one of these two major contests that got going on right now at Circa. Now I met the guys who won last year. You would think these guys are like. Oh, pro. you met them? Oh yeah, yeah. You'd think these guys that? are like pro gamblers who like all they do is sports bet. There's four normal guys from Detroit who all signed up to, for the millions and they won it all. And so you can be just like them and win. Um, you know, six million in guaranteed prizes. Take home a million dollars if you win the Circa Millions. Now you must register in person at Circa Sportsbook in Nevada, but you make weekly picks through a proxy that you register with, so you can do it from anywhere. First up, Circa Millions. Do it. Six million in guaranteed prizes. A thousand dollars per entry. Max of five entries per person. Pick five teams against the spread every week. Winner takes home one million dollars. Then they got the Circa Survivor Pool with $8 million guaranteed to the winner or winners. It's 1000 per entry, max of 10 entries per person. Pick one team straight up every week to win. If the team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. You can only pick each team once in the season, go 20-0, or be the last person standing to win. All available over at Circa Sportsbook, where KG and Otan and I were just a few days ago. It's incredible. Go out there and watch your, watch your million-dollar pick win at that stadium swim. How do you do? How do you do? It's Circus Sportsbook. I uh, start my quest for the million uh, next week. Doug, Chiefs and Lions, a week from Thursday. That's the game you picked? No, but that's the opener for the NFL. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tim's in the Circa Millions, the pick five teams against the spread every week. That's oh. right. There's that's also right. the Survivor where you'd only pick one game straight up. Well, what did you get in while you were out there, Jackson? I uh, bet that Mizzou over, I can tell you that much. You bet the win total? Yeah. What'd you bet, huh? Yeah, a couple of units. It was a couple. But then you saw the Mizzou rules. Were you oh, scared about unaffected. that bet maybe being unaffected? Okay. Like I said, when I heard Timmy Trumpets, I was like, ah, oh, good luck. The stadium's going to be up for grabs with these rules. Snatch grabs. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, don't, don't focus on the shiny object. Focus on the product on the field. There you go, Doug. Oh. It's, uh, you're going to see it 7 o'clock on Thursday night against South Dakota. Injury cases can be complex. Each case and accident's different, and every fact is important when building a case. People often wonder how injured victims get large settlements or verdicts, and the short answer is because they're represented by effective and skilled lawyers who understand how to get every dollar out of their case. And that's what you will get at Longo Biggs Injury. Go to longobigs.com. That's C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm. They'll take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim, and they will deal with the insurance company and take the fight head on, allowing you to get back to what's important, which is recovering from your injuries. They're local, they're TMA listeners, and they will personally be the ones handling your case. They're not out of town and delegating it to local attorneys saying, hey, get this settled as quickly as possible. No, no, they'll take it to trial. Longo Bing's injury law accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. It's longobigs.com. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Jeff Lotman of the Lotman Real Estate Company, Compass Realty, is somebody I would recommend to our audience because I know it is tough right now if you want to buy a home. You got to get inside word, and that's where you're going to get from Jeff because he's been in the market now for 22 years and has over half a billion dollars 
in sales. He joined Compass to start and build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis. Is Compass the luxury, the largest luxury broker in the world? Never turns down a referral no matter the price. Luxury is much more about the experience than the price. And they treat all their clients the same way and can connect buyers and sellers in other cities across the globe. All you have to do is visit J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lotman, Lotman at Compass Realty. Uh, Doug, uh, Mad Dog was not happy about uh, getting Sunday ticket. Uh, take oh, a no. listen here. Hit the lever, That's what they're going to do. Here's this gadget, Chris. You got to sign up here. Give me your email address there. Here's your receipt. No, you can't do it on this. You got to do it via your phone. I mean, it's impossible. All they want to do is lose money. That's all I want to do. No. Lose money with the service and lose money with Fatso's picks. That's all I care about. And they won't let me do it. So the NFL and YouTube, whether it's YouTube TV, regular YouTube, who knows what it is? The only reason why I put YouTube on is to see an old David Crosby interview. Oh. That's the only reason. <laughs> or find a Bob Dylan song. I mean, my God almighty. Or watch you, watch Leonard Skinner, which I'm into right now, as you guys know. That's all I care about. But they don't allow me to do it because in this age, 2023, if you are not tech savvy with your televisions and your all your quote-unquote devices, you're finished. Finished. <laughs> I bought the direct TV. I had them put the stupid things on my roofs, they, you know, with the facing the southwest. I went through that process. I deal with the satellite loss with the storms. But I know with direct TV when I get up or I get ready to watch football on Sunday in September, October, November, and December, I know I can lose money, because, which makes me happy because all the games are in front of me. Eight little boxes. I got the four separate. I got the eight little boxes. They have taken that device away from me. And now I got to work to watch the ball game. So we have no idea now whether on September 10th at 101 I can put Catalan on when he's doing freaking him and Matt Ryan when he's bouncing around doing the Bucks viking game. I mean, that's, uh, that's it. They make it so gosh darn difficult. My God. Technology has gone eight steps backwards yeah. the last five years. For yeah. sports watching, it is 100% accurate. Right. Look I at agree what with him completely. Is done. I, yeah. I couldn't agree more with what he said. Uh, yeah, I, sh I, sh I share your uh, feelings. Mm -hmm. Or just find somebody that's tech savvy to do it for you. I don't know. It, it, like, not everybody has someone in the home that can do it. I think oh, they you make think it he doesn't so know hard. people? Oh, I'm but sure not everybody does. does. Well, I'm talking about him. I mean, if Joe, Joe Blow gets on there, I can't figure this out. It's can't. Then that guy, I understand. But not him. He's got plenty of people. He could get one of his technicians to do it. Everything's such a money grab, like it doesn't matter. You will not be able to stream right. live sports and he's with talking any about being sort of relative ease anymore. I don't think he has technicians hanging around his bedrooms waiting for every little tech All problem. All he had to do right. is call, yes, one, call one of his 90,000 people that work for him on that network and say, come over to my house and fix it. I don't, you don't want to do that. You just want to sit down in your pajamas and turn on the remote and hit a button or two and watch the game. Wow. You don't want to go through your, an app and a password and an email. Then you and, have to get that email passcode and then type that yeah. into the smart TV. It's like, I'm done. Yeah. I already don't want to watch this game now. Right. In my HDMI 1, 2, or, or 3, and, and which remote works it? And College football does it great. Fox, CBS, and they have their own networks. You know, you got the mm -hmm. Big Ten network, like all that. The SEC network, like that works to a charm. You can find all those yeah. on a YouTube TV device, and that's amazing. And hope the Wi-Fi signal stays strong. If that goes out, then you're, you're 
Out of luck, too? Oh, it's a mental grind. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's too much work. I'm going to take the opposite stance and say it couldn't, I, for like people my age, it's as easy as it's ever been. How, how could it be easier than turning on cable TV <laughs> and hitting the button to hit the channel? Yeah, I, I have to die like, to do Okay, I get that, but I'm also me. Like, we're not, I'm not paying two hundred dollars a month for cable. You know, you can pick and choose what you want to watch, as opposed to getting bundled to death and having channels you never ever watch that oh, you're paying for. You can bundle me six feet under at this point, as <laughs> oh, opposed to six feet as, as opposed to what I have to deal with. That half of my apps, I'm working on my PS4. The other half are on my smart TV. Yeah, like, I'd like to condense it too. Always constant updates. It, it's a, it is. A so, how, so Jackson, how do you watch the Cardinals game? On the Bally app. And so, what do you subscribe to? to Get the well, ballot. that one I have to use my parents' login for Okay, sure. thank you. I, I got no like, further yeah. questions. Well, no, yeah, no that's doubt. Like, I mean, that, that's, that. a, that's a material part of the conversation. Yeah. Sure. You can't no, go no. contrarian and then be using your parents then go, yeah, it's easier. <laughs> well, it, I mean, the Bally's is a different situation because that is right, not Right, but easier. I mean, that that's that's one of the core. Doug, the, the premise was watching sports, and that's that's the issue. And if that was your cable it provider at 95 bucks. And I oftentimes go, okay, especially when we're on 101 and you know what the you know situation is there with it being, you know, a little older older and angrier. And so I'll immediately go contrarian on it, but it's specific to the Cardinals and the Blues right now. This is such a cluster. And when you're in St. Louis and you're talking St. Louis sports, it is such a step backwards. And now it's gotten to the point where it's affecting, I think, I think it could be affecting anyway, the way that, that the Cardinals are able to do business. It's such. I think it's such a huge story because it affects the fans and the way they watch the teams, and then it also affects the team in the way they do business. It's a monster story, and I don't know what the solution is. One of the links you sent me last night, right, was about the NHL, uh, or about what uh, ESPN possibly getting into business with Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Amazon or uh, Apple's talking about it. And then the uh, the non-ling sent me a link from somebody talking about uh, ESPN. I got to pull this up because this statistic was something else. How, yeah, here it is. The NHL is going into its third year of its seven-year media rights deal with ESPN. Since that time, ESPN's subscriber base has fallen from 80 million to 45 million. How about that? It's mm. essentially in half yeah. in three years. That's people cutting the cord, yep. cutting the cable. Disney, parent company of ESPN, is now actively searching for a strategic partner for the network, and that's what gets into the link Jackson sent last night, uh, which is the possibility of Amazon. I think Apple has been mentioned as well. Uh, it is uh, and this Alan Walsh who wrote about it, and he is a, uh, he's a hockey... Uh, is he an agent, co-managing director, Octagon Hockey, sports agent, and lawyer? And he writes, we're talking different things when somebody presented something. He said, you're talking reported subscribers to ESPN+. Plus. I'm talking ESPN subscriber base. Quote, ESPN itself is expecting that its subscriber base, as part of the basic cable bundle, will tumble to, tumble to about 45 million households from around 74 million households in 2022. Huh. I mean, that is... That's crazy, dude. So when people talk about layoffs at ESPN, I mean, understand why they're happening. You know, it's not like just like a rich guy is looking to hurt people. There are reasons for these things, and that is the reason. So some, a lot of people, Doug mentioned, a lot of people are cord-cutting. But they're not getting anything like YouTube. I mean, I get ESPN on YouTube TV. Well, that's the biggest problem I think with Bally's right now is like you can't watch a Cardinal game unless you have a cable subscription. I could watch almost every other sport 
easily without a cable subscription. But right now, because the streaming rights thing with MLB, you can't watch the Cardinal. And I can tell you right now that I think if you took a poll of would you rather watch a Cardinal game or spend a hundred bucks on a cable subscription, I would probably say that's going to be sixty forty. You'll probably watch the Cardinal game, but forty percent of the people probably won't even care. Now, if it was fifteen a month, people would do that. If it was fifteen a month to watch all of Valley's, then but they can't. You can't do that. And you can't get a cheap cable package because just like internet. They have you by the balls, and they will slowly raise it 2 to $3 every month for no reason outside of putting fees on your bill. And what you signed up for, the $69.99 a month, turns into 88 to 95 a month. And, it, and then you have Bailey that could switch their price, and you have to do – it's just insane. I, I hate – Fox Sports Midwest went the best thing to ever happen to this city, and Bailey's and Mosaic are the worst thing. Oh, <laughs> if I had to guess. He, that wasn't him? I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, he put his name on the dotted lines on there, so did the DeWitt. They have every, everybody to blame here. Let's stop blaming just Bailey's. It's the people who said, oh, this is a great idea. Let's put money in my pocket. If I could just simply pick and choose without having to have the this, the, the, the partner app, so to speak, of YouTube TV or Spectrum... Yeah, I'd get rid of it in a heartbeat, but that's why I have it because of my job. I mean, whenever I'm done doing this stuff, you know, I don't know if I don't know if I'll still pay for it to watch the Cardinals and the Blues. I have no idea. I don't know. But I so I certainly understand people who don't have the necessity of watching the game going, God, I don't want to pay for this stuff. And it's all over the damn place. And then if I games are blacked out and it's just if it were as ideal as say like HBO Max or what is now Max, yeah. um, you know, or so it's just it's just, it's all, it's so compartmentalized for different ones. And it, it, it I, I th- here's what I think. I, th- I think, maybe I'll be off the mark on this, that within the next couple of years, that it will be streamlined. I do think it's going to be fixed because it is so chaotic right now. But it really might be in the hands of a couple of companies. It might be in the hands of Amazon and, and Apple. Um, and they'll own everything. They almost do already. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, just confused. If you lose 40 million subscribers because they drop cable, where are these 40 million people watching their sports? I mean, you, you have to get YouTube or Hulu or something, which would have ESPN to watch your sports. And that's so what you drop doing. cable, but you still pick it up somewhere else, don't you? But it's cheaper somewhere else. But you're still a subscriber. Then that counts as a subscriber, even if you're watching ESPN because you have YouTube. We'll talk about it more tomorrow because it's 9.54 and I got to go to the design area hitting a cool email today. Walk of shame. Been there, done that plenty of times. Spending a few years at the university at Big Bend and Couch, I had my share. That cafeteria was brutal. Mm. The girls that had been hot in high school didn't quite understand that this was the big time. And they weren't as good looking as they thought. After a coding class of bits and bites, my head was spinning. And there he was. The hottest piece of ass I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. Try to imagine a male Gene Kasem in the tightest pair of khakis the Gap had to offer. Gene Kasem? (laughs) Casey's wife? I believe so. I couldn't make out his temporary substitute teacher name tag, but I knew it had something to do with journalism. The dude made that hillbe and lumberjack on the front of the building look like a sissy boy. He was all man. Having been rejected by so many girls, I wasn't about to go through the public humiliation again, so I just left. 
So imagine my surprise when a LeBaron convertible pulled up to my West Rose Hill bus stop. Jump in, buddy. I noticed you, too. Oh. We ended up parking behind the Magic House to get to know each other. Oh. Like, that's right by Nipper, right? Nipper, yeah. And by nose each other, I mean he sat on my... Nope. No. Just when I thought I was going to pass out from the combination of lack of oxygen and pure eroticism, he oh. changed his game plan. Oh. I originally rejected it, not because I didn't want it, but because in his haste, he had forgotten the lube and he was massive. That's from, the first name is Ben, he has a middle name of Eden, and also I guess his confirmation name is Doug, and then his last name is Zass. Oh. Ben Zass. He's new! <laughs> you know, his middle names. And I was never a substitute teacher at Merman, ever. Coming soon to a theater near you, Sleepless in Las Vegas. Are you clamoring to see footage of a pale introvert running on two hours of sleep, trying his hardest to not pass out as he dances alone in a pool? <laughs> Are you dying to see a timid bull for hire? Make no effort whatsoever. Never get near a woman. Obviously, we answered no, but you've already seen Oppenheimer and Barbie, so this is your <laughs> next best option. This summer, a perfect mix of Rain Man, The Hangover, and Brokeback Mountain hits the big screen as two co-workers desperately try to overcome their fear of speaking to the opposite sex. Roger Ebert proclaims someone finally made a film about two fellas on a work trip struggling to keep their hands off of each other because they're just not quite ready to make their secret romance public. It's fantastic. If you want to see a tired guy do a radio show two time zones away from his co-host while another guy quietly sits next to him because there's only one microphone, this will be right up your alley. Sleepless in Las Vegas artfully captures two awestruck Midwestern rubes as they rub shoulders <laughs> with Boise State's beat writer. <laughs> 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 it beautifully chronicles the daily nap schedule of an underdressed 25-year-old virgin. Gene Siskel bluntly states, what the hell did I just watch? At one point, an albino guy interviewed a few drug addicts <laughs> that could barely speak English. And somehow that wasn't even the worst part. I kept waiting for the tall one to kiss his chaperone because their sexual tension was so palpable. But sadly, it never happened. It would have been a lot cooler if they would have just banged. Oh. The only thing left to say is, Jackson, I wish I knew how to quit you. Doug, that's from the JV Golf Josh, Coach. JV Golf Coach. Oh, my God. KG was not his chaperone. Romance, it's overrated. You can miss me with that ridiculous long walk on the beach scenario. If you're looking for romance tips, pull up an inconveniently placed breezeway chair and let old Uncle, Uncle Iggy teach you the ways. The first thing you want to do is establish a backstory. For the sake of this story, let's just say you went to Brown. <laughs> you want to get off the fan page and then spend a majority of your time telling people you're off the fan page while simultaneously and mysteriously knowing every single topic related to every single post that hits the fan page. With that knowledge at hand, you're going to want to head on over <laughs> Local beach bar. I prefer a nice rainforest cafe or a pasta house. I stroll on up to my prey and ask them if they're interested in betting someone who made his way all the way from Gangster Pete's intern to some vaguely described hybrid role that kind of includes producer and also includes co-host but really doesn't come with any inherent responsibilities or accountability and reports directly to a 21-year-old kid fresh to the business. All that and only 30 or 40 years in the business. From there, the last thing you got to do is find yourself a rock. A nice sex-inducing rock. 
Nothing says passion like a romantic piece of sedimentary mudstone, if you ask me. Yada, yada, yada. Next thing you know, you'll have her husband rocking himself to sleep behind your TJ Maxx shoe rack while she desperately voids the evidence of your lovemaking in the nearest hallway slash kitchenette sink. Thanks, and I like my sexual conquests like I like my hostage cooking video views. Wildly inflated. If you need me, I'll be out smoking next to my smoking bucket for U.S. citizens only. Oh. Who was that? That was the name? The guy right at the... That's right. If you need me, I'll be right next to the outdoor (laughs) smoking buckets for American citizens only. And finally, Sadie Hawkins, Doug. You got the Cardinals scoring three runs on ten hits in the process of getting outscored 22-3 over the weekend. The Doggies fought hard by dropping three points at Orlando. There is hot lesbianism like the Dickens in the pit at Evolution Fest. Really? How did we miss that? Buck Swope says there was. Jackson and KG in O-Town produced a wonderful man-on-the-street video that doesn't hit as hard without the visual, but I think the lead is Mizzou Rules video that rips off the 12-year-old Rams rules, which ripped off the decades-old Chicago Bulls intro by incorporating a prog rock instrumental from the Alan Parsons Project. I'm 100% with Iggy on this. This was more plagiarism than satire, although I guess it's possible that the same loser who produced the original Rams rules may have gotten paid a second time for the awful bit. And it's also possible that someone in the decision-making process knew it would be funny to a small minority of Mizzou fans on the eastern side of the state. Either way, we need to find the person responsible for this video and get them on the show. On the year in the DFS showdown, Iggy beat Doug 18-7, including the last 11 in a row. Mm. However, going back to the beginning, they are tied 13-13 for picking the winner. If Iggy hadn't bullied Doug out of picking Victor Hovland, they would both have had the winner and Doug would be up 14 to 13. Right. If you go back to the original clip when this came up, this is the one where Iggy dropped the F-bomb when he was going to take the effing barn rat. Doug was claiming he could pick winners as well by throwing a dart at the board. How will it turn out in 2024? Only time will tell, but it will be interesting. Back mm-hmm. to you, Steve. That's from Buck oh, Swope. Nice and that's what we have for the designer. He ain't calling me all day. Doug, go. Uh, if, if you need me, I'll be by the smoking canister for American citizens only. Uh, JV Golf Coach. I like JV Golf Coach as well. Yeah, JV Golf Coach. You want the designer. He didn't call him all day. Jackson, I got to go get our asses wrapped. Switch on over to the YouTube channel. 101 ESPN. Bye.